This is the Hour of Power with Ben and Courtney. What does fear actually do to your physical body? We're talking about these fear-based thoughts we're entertaining. They're actually going to affect our body. This is scientifically proven by lowering our frequency. So what does this mean? Every human has a body. That's your physical body. And then you have your soul, which is your mind, will, and your emotions, and your spirit, which is your inner man. So now we can actually measure an individual's frequency, which is your electromagnetic field projecting out from your physical body. So a normal healthy body emits about a frequency of 62 to 78 megahertz and disease begins to manifest at a frequency lower, which is 58 megahertz. And then cancer also has a frequency and emits at 42 megahertz. So now we can see that fear is measurable. Somebody with their adrenaline coursing through their bloodstream over longer periods of time, they're going to emit a lower frequency and their electromagnetic field around their body is going to shrink or contract. So when we're shifting our focus from those false threats appearing real, our magnetic field is actually going to expand. It's going to grow compared to shrinking. Fascinating, isn't it? So I guess that ties in a bit with quantum mechanics and or even thermodynamics, the idea of hot and cold. And you know, when, when things are cold, it's the particles are vibrating and they're more spread apart and there's space and things slow down. And when things are hot at a molecular level, the vibrations are close or think the things that are vibrating are close together, which is obviously producing heat. So it's just fascinating, that connection, I guess, between light and heat and this frequency, this sound also vibrating to. I think it's a really good fact to go back to and you can even picture it in your mind that when you're tolerating or living in this low level anxiety or fear sometimes we can't even really put our finger on it until a disease or or something's popping up and manifesting in our physical body but it's a sign that our body is in this cycle of survival mode this fight or flight response that is actually contracting our energy field. Mm. We're going to give some strategy around confronting fear and disarming it because we don't want fear and this report that it keeps sending us to make us its agent and and hijack our mind and put our body into this fight or flight response. What do we do when we hear the reports fear is sending us? Panic. (laughs) Run around in circles. No, we've got to slow down, recognize. Sometimes we first we're recognizing an emotion. That's sometimes a clear way we we can pinpoint the thought is it might not because thoughts can be subtle thoughts can be easily missed you know when i think of where they're coming from it's sometimes it's the reaction or even the behavior is a good indicator because behavior we can clearly see and it's easier to observe and measure and sometimes pinpoint you know if i'm behaving in an erratic way or a way that's not producing life if i'm behaving in a way where why is it that i always shrink back or shy away or why is it that i always choose not to hang out with these people or why is it that i you know don't want to maybe pursue a career or maybe i whatever it is you know there's different things that we can we can then locate those or if it's a feeling of why am i angry why am i frustrated why am i getting why am i feeling anxious anxious is obviously the one we're tackling today regarding fear and you can work back from that because then you can then track to what thought has invoked this reaction then you're really beginning to pinpoint something that you can actually work with that's great so let's work through a specific example this is a report fear sends me and i'm going to say it in the best words i can i won't achieve everything i have potential in my life to achieve and i may fall short 
That's what I feel is going through in the back of my mind that I'm sensing. So step one, I'm feeling this. And so I'm going to acknowledge that the feeling, this thought is causing to me experience. I can feel it as anxious. I feel like it's an anxious response I have when I'm thinking way too far forward into the future. And it's causing this like little anxious panic because my subconscious mind actually realizes I'm not in control of everything in my future. Mm. I don't know what's going to happen, everything, all the situations, how am I going to align things? There's way too many things out of Mm. my control. Which is probably good to pinpoint that even there. We've got to, we can only work with whatever is within our control. That's a good way of looking at it. If I'm panicking about things that are outside of my control, I've got to really reevaluate right there. All we can actually control, I can't control necessarily every circumstance or situation that takes place. I can't control other people who have their own wills and can make their own decisions and they have their own freedom. But what I can control is my choice, my response to whatever takes place in my day. And that's actually what we want to hone into as well, is if you're focusing on how can I actually make this choice? How does my choice actually factor into this? Because if it's fear around maybe I get on this plane, it'll crash. If it's fear around, what if I don't have a job in a year from now? What if whatever this scenario is doesn't play out? Like Courtney said, you're looking too far into the future. You're putting in your control things that are actually cannot be placed in your control. They're outside your paradigm of what you're meant to operate within, What's res- what you're responsible for. Okay, so step one, I've acknowledged that this is not in my control, that this thought has way too many things attached to it, and I'm feeling anxious. And I can already feel a release so I can already feel a relief that I now have said that out loud I kind of want to be like phew (laughs) so I'm going to move to step two I am not going to judge my feelings or emotions as good or bad emotions because of this thought there's no such thing as good or bad emotions if I feel anxious or it's causing me to feel hopeless I'm going to acknowledge what I'm feeling but I will not surrender to it so fear will not hijack my morning or my day or my week or my month I'm not going to be surrendering And so now that I've said this fear report out loud, can we actually acknowledge how vague this sounds? Not achieving everything in my life that I have potential to. It doesn't really draw any specific picture in my mind, even as I say it. I mean, what does it even look like visually? I'm not Mm, quite sure. I can't even picture that. So we're going to go into step three. Get specific. Fear operates best in this vague space. When we remain unspecific and vague, fear can hide behind these Mm. question marks in our mind. It flares up the longer it's left unanswered and unacknowledged and unaddressed because what does achieving everything in my life actually look like? Does it mean traveling to every country in the world? I'm honestly specifically trying to be specific. (laughs) I'm honestly trying to be... I'm specifically specific. (laughs) I'm trying to be... Specific, specific with myself and I'm asking myself these questions because I again I'm being kind to myself yeah. I want to put my finger on what does achieving everything in my life that I have potential to achieve mean? does it mean I become a CEO of a business on a global scale does it mean I speak to a thousand people every weekend with a microphone on a stage and everyone is buying my books at the end of it? Does it mean I have amassed 1.2 million followers on Instagram because I've traveled to every country in the world and taken a really good photo or video in that country and it's gained over 10% engagement on my Instagram post? Look, 
the way I'm measuring that is that none of that's actually bringing me to life as I'm saying it. But I do know that I want to contribute and grow. I want to contribute to the world around me. I want to grow from what I'm learning and where I'm moving. I need to sit down and I need to continually ask myself questions around how specific I can be with this. And the quicker I can get to the root of the thought and have a breakthrough moment, the quicker that I'm going to be able to disarm this fear thought. It's not, I'm not going to let it run wild in the back of my mind and build up more and more anxiousness. Which brings me to the last step for this specific example. Step four, I am going to remain curious. I like to say curious because it sounds that I'm actually being kind to myself. I'm doing a bit of an investigation, a bit of a self-investigation, but I'm not going to criticize myself or judge myself for feeling something. But I want to know what is it about this situation that causes me to have an experience of the anxiousness or the fear thought? What causes me the sensation of feeling anxious? I'm going to do my best to put my finger on what is the root cause of this fear so that I can exhaust that fear and anxiousness that it's causing me and it will stop so that I'm really going to divorce myself from fear. It's not going to come back and try and root itself again. Yeah, that's really good. I'm feeling more brave and courageous and empowered already. Again, now that we've disarmed fear, we need to replace it with something. Yeah. Yeah. Replacing it with truth, replacing it with thoughts that are the opposite of that. If we've got thoughts that are going to create fear, thoughts that come from a spirit of fear, then there's obviously thoughts that can come from a spirit of power, of love, of sound mind, spirit uh, thoughts that come from a spirit that's actually going to um, yeah build me up and strengthen me, like Courtney was saying earlier. For those of you that are Christians, like myself, it would be a case of, well, I go to the Bible, I go to God, I go to what is he saying about me? If I believe in that I'm made in his image, I believe that he's good and I believe in his nature and what I'm made to represent if he is love, as the Bible states. And that's the image that I'm meant to reflect. Then I want to know what what love is. I want to know how love thinks. I want to know the nature of love because then I'm going to know how it behaves. And if I know how it behaves, then I'm pinpointing those, those thoughts that I want to flow from my mind, those thoughts that I want to accept as who I am and choose to believe that that is actually who I am. Those virtues, those characteristics uh, that I want to uh, hold to that are going to produce life, that are actually going to lead me to, hey, I can, I, I, I want to lift other people up. I want to be someone who champions both myself and those around me. I want to become someone, become someone who creates an environment where other people want to jump on board. They want to bastion that and, you, yeah, so you're going to be someone who creates community, creates um, who lives in community. Yeah, lives in community, creates friendships, who, who goes after a career, who wants to have pursuits and dreams and goals and desires, who wants to overcome as well. Like it's it's all a, it's an empowering sort of stuff. But yeah, I'd, I'd say going back to I want to find those thoughts that I can replace. So for me, it would be my replacing thoughts of well, using the example of, of Courtney and thought around I'm not going to reach my potential would be, well, actually I can. I can reach my potential because once again, once you've honed in on what that even is you can start declaring and start shifting the way you think in alignment with yes i can i can believe i reach my potential move forward move forward grow grow participate yeah all those things love encourages strengthens and comforts and the opposite of that well actually what tries to be the opposite of it it's actually void of love is um tears down is insecure of is threatened by. So we want to be moving from a place of peace and love and 
So if you're listening to this and and this is resonating with you, I want to encourage you that you're not alone in thinking or, or having these experiences and these thoughts coming to you. They're not yours. Don't own them. They're only just emotions and emotions aren't good or bad. We're just going to be able to break those down so that we don't have to surrender to those. We don't have to be a victim to them. We can be empowered and to walk in that empowerment to um, really pursue, well, even if it is your future that you're afraid of, pursue it and to be confident in your pursuing. I'm just going to declare over you, wherever you're right now, that you you are you do have the power to destroy the spirit of fear and its attacks in your life. And you're going to break those powers of fear from your thoughts, mind and heart. And you're going to refuse to move by fear because you are determined to move by faith from here on. We're going to reject every report of fear the enemy is sending you because nobody can move what the Lord has established in your life. So I hope this blesses you and I hope that, yeah, we get some feedback around how this podcast has helped you. So let us know. We'll see you next episode. Yeah. Ciao.